0: Straight out of Leighton.
1: You're listening to Netwick Radio with your hosts, Logan, Aaron, Jay, Rip Damon, and Cody. I forget how long this intro is. (laughs) The New Zealanders, they take all the rage. No, no, no. Hold, that on, they hold have. on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Aaron's got to do the intro. Hello and
2: welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is season three, episode three? Two. Two. No, no, no. Three. Three.
3: Three. 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 Is Wait. It three? Yeah,
2: I haven't posted it. Yeah. My, my bad. Yeah, it's three. War of the Worlds. It's I had three. COVID.
3: Oh, yeah, I had COVID. We all had COVID. Had, we all had but COVID. This is
2: episode three. We're doing. Um, uh, is the album just called Dirty
0: Sprite? Dirty That's- Sprite 2, Deluxe. 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 In. Parentheses yep. and uh,
1: DS2, DS2. Actually. and uh, <laughs> the, topic, that's the
2: topic this week, I do believe, is basically essentially. Uh, do you how, want me to say it? Because I have it, it's it, sure, say it, but it's like cancel culture, is I it? came
0: up with it. What now, Well, kind of. Tell us. The question is this um, this is what we will be discussing later. If an artist has done horrible things in their personal life, can you still enjoy their music? Can you separate the art from the
1: artist? Future's a
3: good one to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Future never did anything wrong. First and foremost, right, Logan, you had something. I'm sorry, we stole your. No, you know what?
1: You lost it. This is your cold open. Here's your cold open. Now, you guys heard of this Office Ladies podcast? No, you know what the thing I'm talking about is? Oh my god! Oh my god! So I I have I was so happy for a whole minute there when I discovered that there exists a podcast. On Spotify, on the in the entire world, that is not literally just somebody reading a Wikipedia page, somebody uh, making fun of internet celebrities uh, in order to become minor internet celebrities themselves, mm. or people pretending to talk about video games. I was like, "Office ladies, we hit two. Wow, two it's actually, those it's actually two people who have information that would not be out there on the internet already, who are already famous, talking about something that
3: is actually interesting. What's give up? give me the TLD." one sentence T- here's here's the tldr, TLDR. <laughs> have you
1: ever wanted a whole podcast of like two of sentences. the most annoying female friends in your current life right now going you're my best friend no oh my god no <laughs> not you're at all. my best friend <laughs> not at all oh my god i love how we're such
3: besties this is 90 percent of this podcast wow. Logan, you made me listen to future this week you think i want to listen to that well, not right now, because
1: That's Future's right. misogyny is, is leaking into our brains because we let it in. Do they, uh,
2: <laughs> do they have anything to say about Jim behind the scenes in the Office Ladies podcast?
1: Nothing. Nothing other than that. You remember that time he was with all those other people? We really missed him. Yeah, I used that in my acting. Oh, did you, Jenna Fisher? <laughs> did you oh,
3: use that is, in your acting? So, this is literally about the show The Office. Yeah, it's yes. The
2: Office Ladies.
3: I, see, when you said office ladies, I'm thinking just like two ladies who work in an office. No, I, ga-
1: God forbid. That would be more interesting than this because <laughs> they'd actually have to explain to us what they're doing in the office rather than uh, congratulating each other on becoming friends. So you know when, when, are we gonna,
0: when are we going to stop talking about the office and actually introduce that we have someone special here? today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on. Like, like people are going to hit play on this episode. It's going to go for about. 20 seconds. Then it's gonna be like, okay, the office, bro. Hey, and then hey, nobody's hey. even gonna know well, that look, Alex. But is here. look, but
2: look, nobody's it, even it, gonna it, know. It's kind of how it be, though. It <laughs> is kind of how it be. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. but it is kind of how it we be. we do but... have a
2: special guest.
3: Uh, we met briefly, just moments. Cody, ago. Cody, you wanna you wanna take the reins on this one? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I'll I'll let him introduce himself. But this is my friend Alex from the Metal Gear Mondays Discord. Solid, Aww, solid fella. Yeah. Uh, glad to have him aboard. If you want to go ahead and say a word or two. Guys, please help. They, they kidnapped me and I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We did. I drove all the way to his state today. Uh, wh- what? <laughs> we trapped him in the computer. We,
1: he's trapped in this <laughs> in This is team. the major. Please <laughs> help. How
3: far does the rabbit hole go? How far does the rabbit how hole go? How goes? far up the ladder to
1: I have a legitimate question that may come across as ignorant. Are you okay with that? Let's hear it. Alright, um, how do you do a podcast about only Metal Gear for as long as you did? He wasn't on the podcast. He wasn't on the podcast? I was not not on the
4: podcast, but
1: I I think I can answer that. Yeah, can you clarify how one would do that?
4: Uh... Metal Gear is weird, dude.
1: It's true. (laughs) I just have a lot of pictures of Kojima and sunglasses saved on my phone, so that's all I know about the franchise. That
4: that's like seventy five percent of the podcast right there, man. That's
3: also seventy five percent of Metal Gear lore, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And that's 80% of Death Stranding. It's true. That's
1: actually, you've kind of got me convinced now because I have a lot of pictures of Kojima and sunglasses and I have never played a Metal Gear (laughs) game.
4: It's an addiction.
1: Yeah. You can collect them. They were the
3: Bored Apes before the Bored Apes were the Bored Apes. I got the rare ones at my house. I'm gonna freaking finance a house with it. When,
2: when you when you say apes and then finance a house, I just think of
1: NFTs. That's what I was referencing.
3: I just oh, think of ape escape, so dude. Ape, I got ape, no freaking time.
2: I'm glad I don't ape know the proper name for that set. That collection. stupid
1: apes. Uh, you now know it. Stop. It's too late.
3: Why didn't they call it ape escape?
1: Ape escape because escape is already goated.
3: copyright <laughs> Also, Metal Gear Solid Three Subsistence has an
1: Ape escape I hate that in I have it. to. Just... <laughs> oh, really? Yep. I hate that I have to give you that fishy realness right now, Jake. But that's why I'm serving up.
0: Yeah. So, Nitwit Game Podcast coming
3: when? Uh, dude, after movies. Surely after movies, though, right? Revengeance 2.0. Alex, we in? We just gonna steal that one from Chad and them? Oh yeah, we're just gonna
2: take that. Cool. I don't think anybody. We're not even gonna ask. That. No Gabe Gabe was saying cuz we did a we did a special stream last weekend or two weekends ago um retro gaming playing all of Doug Tenable's games had a little chit chat with him um but Gabe made the comment about PS1 games. He said they all look exactly like Ape Escape. And that is very true. <laughs> that False. is very true. <laughs> oh, no,
0: no. Metal game- Gear
3: Solid does not look like Ape Escape. Hey, isn't this first Silent <laughs> no, it Hill does. game? Is, that
0: <laughs> <PS1>? <laughs> is Silent Hill the first game? Is that PS1 or PS2? Mm, it's on PS1. There you go. That doesn't look very much like Ape does it?
1: it? No. It looks exactly like Ape No, I mean,
0: it literally
3: has the apes in it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've seen
1: gameplay. Oh, dude. In the words of Death
3: Grips, I've seen f- footage. I've seen, I see. I stay anointed. That's I've all I'm saying. Knoided. I stay anointed. True.
2: <laughs> so, so, how do we feel about uh, once I mean, we've already covered it, but Blizzard, you know. Why in uh, the world being would we sold? Talk? To not, I am not talking <laughs> about video games. Dude. Um, oh my god! You I've
1: know what? You know what happened game. to me today? I happened. I happened to watch a Darren Aronofsky film for the first time. Which one? Which one? Which one? Mother. Oh, that was your we first? just first. Oh, we just wow. watched yeah. that a month ago, dude. Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. Watch the movie. Had a great time with it. Thought it was awesome. Uh, unfortunately, the only way I can read anything about Darren Aronofsky where they're not. Hating on him for being an indie tryhard is on Letterboxd. And I, as and soon as they I found make myself one. on Letterboxd. Make one. Just
0: make one. Yeah, make one. Just go
1: no. join. join us. Making a Letterboxd would be us. like. No, no, no. Because here's the deal I exist in this beautiful superposition between. Uh, ha- knowing enough movies that I can pretend to act superior to people who just watch movies that are Hollywood and not watching so many movies that people know me as one of those movie people because let's face Am it a movie I'm person? not as smart yeah. as Cody I can't pull we that are. off yeah. <laughs> But you know what here's the deal
0: here's the deal if you enjoy movies just do it well, but that's not what it's about. It is because, what it's because about. Because
3: at some point, somebody's not listening to Spotify artists with more than 5,000 monthly I know, I
0: but. know. This has been the battle from season zero. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's
1: going to come up to one. me, and they're going to be like, so, Logan, you're a movie person, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a movie person, because that will be my identity now. And they'll say, what did you think of... Citizen Kane. Banger. And I will not have... Banger. I will not have the the clout in my soul, (laughs) the baseness of being that Cody does to say, I haven't
3: seen it. It looks bad. Like I wouldn't enjoy it. Hey, here's the deal I would also never say that don't, about an Orson Welles film even hypothetically I don't just, that's don't. a correct opinion though
0: <laughs> yeah Ayton, get this man dude hey, hey let me just say we, we actually went and saw it in theaters for the mm-hmm. what was that the it's 40th anniversary 80th anniversary anim- 80th anim- 40th, 40th. what the frick am I doing close enough 80th he's, 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 yeah he's that's man. what I meant mm-hmm. I was just thinking fast but um, we went and my expectations were like, you know what? I think this is just going to be a respect the classics moment. Like, it's mm-hmm. just going to be like, oh, sure. It was probably great at
1: the time. Yeah, like when I listened to Pink Floyd in front of my dad. Yeah, I that type of vibe. But, out. yo, let me just dude, say. Dude, that's. that's, that's It It I'm blew sorry, me away. Okay? And if you watched it, you actually might like it. You really might. Maybe. Maybe. I just. I've been in this situation so frequently where somebody. Uh, usually a large group of internet 20 somethings will claim, Bro oh, bro, you have to You have to put some respect. You have to. You don't. You and don't have to put respect. Yeah, you never yeah, Damon, have to. Damon, In Damon fact, made that clear to if us. If you don't, you should spend your free time proselytizing your hate for that thing because there are kids out there. There are little boys, girls, and in-betweeners who don't know that it's okay to not like the Beatles. And if they can't grow up knowing that that okay, is an option, they're going to feel stifled by dude, society. During, during Where's COVID. Where's that going to manifest, hey, hey, Aaron? Where's look, that going to manifest? Look, I had the
2: coveoid, the coveoid influenza Injection, outbreak. your honor. And, and I spent, no, I spent my time with Paul, Ringo, and uh, John and George, and that I had sucks. me a great time. No, I had me a great time, all right? That was a... Peter, zero Jackson. Peter, Peter Jackson
1: Riffs. Okay, Peter Jackson Zero Riffs. Peter Jackson yeah, put Zero nine Riffs. Nine
2: hour documentary of just them in the studio, and I'm just gonna say that was a great oh, time. God. Let's say nine this Nine-hour
0: documentary. I'm, Logan, I'm in two data science classes right now. Okay. And what I wanna do is go to a local high school, get a guest hall pass, right, and walk around and collect data on whether kids care about the Beatles or not. I guarantee they already don't. Like it's that, like this is, hey, a, this is I a general I on idea. On. I got
3: an idea. I,
1: oh, I guarantee you, I I John I Lennon is canceled. Idea.
2: John Lennon's canceled. Yo, all right, let's hear it.
1: It's because he made that N word song. Yes.
0: <laughs> he made
1: that N word song. With Yoko. So
2: I heard this album. So did that. Hey, no, no, we haven't changed this segment yet, man. <laughs> But I have, I'm trying to force the Alright, right, all alright, alright But I I really wanted <laughs> to talk about how When Microsoft bought Blizzard
0: uh, They oh also God. bought oh they also, Okay, next hey, segment no, no, let, Let's just say this that's No, the, I button. have to say this They right, also it out.
2: bought King Which means Candy Crush is now a Microsoft product oh And I think that's pretty fantastic
3: Alright, let's oh. get started I bought Bejeweled the other day on Steam Because it was a dollar Great purchase. Some days days
1: I feel like if I didn't know that the Amen Break existed, this would be it. This would be (laughs) my last one.
0: You know what? We should have done the Amen Break there.
1: Right? We should have.
0: All right, all right. There's always a next season. Logan, you're on album. (laughs)
1: Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let me ask you a question. What do you get when you cross Sprite? Oh man. And cough syrup that they don't sell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> also they do sell Cody still. So. <laughs> you get the
4: invention of music.
1: We thought it was a drought, Alex. We thought it we were in a drought. We really thought. More like a drought of good
3: music. Thank God Future showed up in 2015. <laughs> can I can I set the stage like of Future and myself at this point? So yeah. like 2015 in the spring is my spring semester of my sophomore year of college unemployed the whole way through mm-hmm. beast mode tape comes out Ugh. 56 <laughs> nights comes out in that time oh yeah DJ and then in this like one year span that includes also my uh fall semester of my junior year of college we also get ds2 we get what a time to be alive oh yeah and two days over the one year mark from when beast mode came out we get purple rain this is like the ultimate college bro me party time no doubt no and so doubt. all i'm saying is bangers 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 hey they,
0: cody you know what it's cool that you have this historical take about it oh i'm sorry that but you, you know what i listened, <laughs> I listened to the last Mommy. track of the deluxe album and i know why would this you do story- that <laughs> I know this story from the mouth of Future. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Because I listened what? to the last track of the Deluxe said- album. What? No, <laughs> did yeah, you th- not listen th- to that? Like, no, no I know. I know no. Bro, it, was like, it was like long. It was a podcast yeah, it was a straight episode. A podcast. I literally listened oh. to that at the gym. <laughs> I was like, freaking like. I was like, the I ain't about to say this track.
2: Before we get into the mouth of the man himself, I have to say. <laughs> you know what his co- real co- name is? Cody Future. Cody, nice. party bro, banger after banger. You know what he does with this time? It is He runs drinks. an Oasis blog. That's what the man does. <laughs> hey, that's he started on in Tumblr. High school, for what it's worth.
3: I did that long before Blasted. Future was famous enough. I don't know enough. about this.
2: I'm pretty sure you spent time on Tumblr in college. That's, oh, I did. That's I'm not denying that.
3: Street. I'm just saying that I started it in high school. I'm pretty sure. A bit sussy. A bit sussy. It is a little bit sussy.
1: Where do you even begin with this album, though? Where do you even Where do you begin? even begin? Because let me tell you, Future changed music. He straight up did. I mean, Chief Keef was off there in the underground, and he was kind of doing something. Fenetto also, also hard. came out.
3: Around- <laughs> <Stop>. well, <laughs> and that was like
1: the most ignorant time of my life. Ignant. Ignant. Yeah, ignorant.
0: Wait, we we're, were gonna get canceled for saying that. You I'll can't say can- that.
3: Here, he, wait. Canceled again. Here's I'm what I. Be-
0: here's what I will say. There okay. is a place to start, dude. Okay. John Lennon's canceled. Did you hear that? No.
3: Yeah, you got canceled dude. by a snub nosed 38 and sent straight to hell. Let's get back to future. <laughs> oh, hey, dude. Never get tired. That's okay. Have I never shown you that? <laughs> meme? You yeah, it? you did. It's the one where he's course. doing like that stupid it's stuff. And it's just- <laughs> <laughs> the walk. the walk. All right. The leg right. walk.
0: <laughs> Yo. When you walk it. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk it. <laughs> um, so, here's what I'll say. Yep. If your car has two 12-inch subs in the trunk,
3: this this slaps, dude.
0: Holy crap. I honestly can't believe how well this is produced. Mm -hmm. And I understand if you don't have control over your bass, it might be overwhelming. But I have control over treble and bass, Mm -hmm. and you can make this thing sound, like, life-changingly good. Mm -hmm. Like, I was actually so surprised.
2: Yeah, there were some... in headphones, it was there was some mild uh, Viper moments there.
3: Oh, hey, also, <laughs> well, why would you do them like that? Total side note. Yeah, can we go see Viper in May in L.A.? Oh my God, yo, <laughs> what? Viper's playing with the homies from Texas in hardcore punk band Scourge, and I want to go so bad.
0: So it's in L.A. in what month again? I think it's in May. Yo, honestly, <laughs> I, I want to go so bad. I if we went as Nitwick i would go <laughs> i'll
3: I freaking did, go. i want to be like yo it's viper. a business trip it, it's yeah. true you can write <laughs> it it's off on our t- yeah up. dude you could meet us there right oh yeah totally yeah oh my god
0: dude you know this would be freaking sick actually
3: i'm down to go see viper i haven't left utah would in a while be, who'd be historic I don't know. <laughs> a historic moment. Man. I don't know. Dude,
0: we should go dude,
2: see Viper dude, It's though. a viper, man. We really should you do anything for we
1: Viper. We
0: really should
2: go and see Viper. <laughs> we really should. I've
3: given so much of my life to that man at this just point. Just give a
1: little more. I promise <laughs> you it's worth it.
3: <laughs> it's only like an 8-hour drive if you drive real fast. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> okay. That's only like a 56th of his catalog. <laughs> 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 it's it's just the albums he released in October of 2014. As man. long as we don't get into the repeating era
1: Oh my god! Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta start with no, like he's heartless hoodlum. He's
0: performing y'all cowards. That's what it says yeah, on the poster. It's, okay. it's the full it album. It is the y'all full cowards album. He's actually performing y'all cowards. I meant to say y'all cowards. Y'all cowards. Uh, yeah, and, and that that's all he's performing. I think that at is, least I I think think according, that's that's according
2: to the poster. We really gotta make make the Nitwick road trip. Like,
0: Come on, Us on a road trip that we would love. And, fun. and doing y'all cowards, dude. I mean, dude, us four us for going to California to watch Viper. This may never happen again. That, one, that that is bad. possible. I don't know why. I'm not sure he won't die before this concert here. happens. <laughs> That's also. I'm true. actually
1: really. I might take bets on. Depends
0: that. on how tight the corset is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you take I, it off?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Y'all okay. know about that, right?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. for
0: for those on stream that don't know about that, the dude was tightening a corset every day until he killed himself.
1: I know. Like what the frick? I kind of respect it, but I don't think he did it to make his waist look small.
3: Now rest in peace, Damon
1: what <laughs>
0: <laughs> no da- how many times do i have to say it? that was Bolt cap- pistol
3: okay <laughs> let's get back to future i'm sorry i didn't mean to sidetrack this is like a del the funky homo sapien moment let's get back to future it, it is a bit let's go let's go just track by track first
1: off thought it was a drought instantly you get hit with one of the most memorable lines of 2010s hip-hop it I is
3: memorable. I agree. I just took a piss and I seen coding coming out. Well, nah. I'm Gucci thinking the flip-flops. flip-flops. Well, yeah, which is that's so, true, but this is a family-friendly so well,
1: Nobody, like, the Gucci flip-flops line has been referenced by, like, my mom. Like, and I guarantee she's wait,
0: never listened or thought mom, it was a draft. I want to hear, hear what your mom said. What was the sentence? No, well, okay. Th- <laughs> it was <laughs> a, a metaphor. My mom did not say <laughs> that. But you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, here's what he, okay I absolutely agree. It is iconic. iconic. It is memorable. Uh huh. It is disgusting. He took a piss and it is I frustrating. I, I don't
1: it's know. Frustrating. Yeah. yeah uh, that, why?
0: It, it, it's just like it's like the kid at school that's trying to piss you off.
1: Yeah, but he that's... actually just exists. Like future is the guy that pisses you off. He's not even trying. <laughs> The, the, okay, this was my experience. He actually did, you know, with your girl in some Gucci flip-flops. Well, that, He's not lying. No. He's not making this up. He oh. didn't actually. No, this, but he did, though. This
4: is 100% factual. <laughs> Everything he said he did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he just took a mess. Okay,
0: well, then this means that AJJ singer did cut my
1: mom's throat. No, throat. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, really, you're, you're, you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I get what, what you're wondering. saying. I get what you're saying. It's like future... Actually, is that guy? Like, he really, in his real life, is those things. I'm not saying he knows some random white broad from Layton, Utah. I just mean that he <laughs> is the type Logan to do that wearing misogynist. <laughs> flip flops. <Flux. laughs>
4: We're so, talking about future guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are. I, okay, I, I,
2: I just have to. Just that is exactly okay. Uh, my opinion of this. Is it the same as the Drake review? So Logan <laughs> Logan once said no, because the thing about I mean in ways, yes. But the thing about Drake was that the music was actually like pretty darn good. And yeah, I can give Jake credit with the with the <laughs> instrumental Hey, oh, let oh, me oh, let boy. me go. I'm sorry, man. I I let, have let him go. get it out. Let, the him, the get it out. let to, him get it out.
5: Let him get it out. I
2: have to get this out, alright? Alright? So the instrumentals have their moments. I did not listen to it on my car sound system though. I think I would have a good time. I can totally see that. Even in my buds I was like, "Oh, big viper moments happening here on the low end." Yeah. Um so I'm sure I'm sure it's a lot of fun that way. But like yeah, the the content of this album, like Logan once said he was trying to pick an album uh, that like I would not like, and I actually think I do not like this album.
3: Whoa, yeah, I don't, wow. like, I, I don't like it,
2: man. Rubble, he, man. He he he's way too like you're saying that guy. He, if that is the guy he is, it's just like yeah, he's very well, machismo.
0: He just does yeah, not machismo. He, yeah. he does
2: not need a stage. This man does not need a stage. I'm not interested. Did not like anything he had to say. Even and and they weren't even bangers because like I don't like what Drake has to say, but
0: he does kind of. Put an instrumental together. He puts a track together. Wait, 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 wait. I have to springboard off this. Because I don't want to have to return here. What I will say is I agree with Aaron's take almost entirely. Well, no, no, no. Not entirely. About... Fifty percent, because I disagree. These are freaking bangers. These are <laughs> ragers. I'm but, telling you, but bro. lyrically, you lyrically, I did find this like it transcends annoying or in my face. It actually was disgusting.
2: Yeah, like, like
0: I actually thought it was lyrically disgusting to
2: the point where I will say like, and I don't, I don't, I don't hit a point where I actually like outright dislike, but like I, I, I. I cannot believe that he's got as many listeners as he has. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm like, oh are, are you
1: serious? This guy... You know what? I didn't understand at first, but now I'm picturing Jake and Aaron listening to s- stick talk. <laughs> I don't got no love um. for these... I'm going to stick my thumb. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> I was no, like, I yeah, okay. Right, right, right
0: on the own. album. So, uh, like, like, but that shouldn't just be me and Aaron listening. Yeah. Well, why the frick is it just me and Aaron? Yeah. My, my thing is... Sure. This album is so blatantly radically misogynistic degrading (laughs) disgusting i just don't understand how you could i I guess you can just give it a pass in the fact that it's just like yeah but whatever i guess so you could do that with anything but like honestly regardless of your beliefs this is disgusting like treating people like that is disgusting it's pretty far yeah Okay.
1: okay here's what i'm gonna say about this which is not necessarily like excusing saying those things or really holding those opinions is that future, you know, in his personal life and the way he grew up. And if you keep track of, you know, or if you just read the Wikipedia page, right? (laughs) Why don't you do that? We're a podcast. you 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 could do that. But the reality is, is like, that is actually how he feels. Like he is a very cold, desensitized, I wouldn't say just misogynistic, although he definitely is. He's misanthropic in general. Like, he hates people. And one of the things that I think is really cool about Future's work, and God bless Lil Peep, he was, like, the first one to recognize this. He's like, everybody listens to Future and they're like, he's so hard. Oh, he's cold. He's heartless. Like, this dude will do anything. Lil Peep was like, you guys realize that Future is insanely depressed, right? And that he hates everybody and that this is just the only way that he knows how to cope is by being this, like, mysterious wizard. He has so many lines, like, in uh, March Madness, he has a lyric where he says, I fight depression with buying VVSs. In this song, in uh, I Serve the Bass, plenty of uh, serve bangers the base, in there. Serve the they tried to make me a pop star, they made a monster. This reminds me of when I had nightmares. Why would you talk about your nightmares in a rap song? It's because this is his reality. And I... And listen, you can go forward and be like, you know, we shouldn't give a platform to this. I don't want people listening to this because they're going to think these types of things. Sure, you can make an argument for that on a sociological level. But far be it for me to say, like, just because Future's experience is so different, and I do legitimately believe the man is quite tormented, that he shouldn't make music that's reflective of how he feels.
4: So... No, like future's secret favorite album is I don't like I don't go outside by Earl Sweatshirt. That's true. Like that's the vibe I'm getting from this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he would never admit it. So oh, never because I listened to the last track of the deluxe version. Okay, <laughs>
3: yeah. okay, Mr. Flex.
0: <laughs> that's a joke, by the way. Five but, minutes in, and I was but like, but yeah, yeah, I actually the time in the world did. Wait, that. you didn't listen to the album? I know, no, no, I got five minutes oh, in the
2: podcast. Oh, oh,
0: oh, okay. I was like, but, no. but uh, what I will say <laughs> is this is in there. Cause like that last track is basically just a whole bunch of B-roll audio recordings of him talking to people Yeah, about the album coming out and all sorts of stuff. And what he, he says, something in there that does kind of contradict what you're saying. I'm not saying he's not depressed. I'm not saying okay. he doesn't dislike people necessarily, but in that recording, when he's talking to somebody, he literally says, he's just like, yeah, I just know my fans want me to say the most disrespectful crap. My fans just want me to say the most off the wall, crazy crap. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And and he said, my fans want me to. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. He is aware of how belligerently he's being. And he's doing it on purpose. I I wouldn't say it's all just like, these are my feelings. It's like, he is putting on a show.
2: I think that's pretty crazy, too, that he would even say, my fans want me to. So, like, it's a concept that I'm feeding this thing. Because, like, I was, I honestly, I have never listened to Future before. Mm -hmm. And, like, just, just doing my quick, you know... You know, looking around, I was amazed how many monthly listeners he's got. It's like, holy crap! He is one of the biggest rappers. The dude's got mm-hmm. serious Period. influence, and 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 I and I do feel the same way in a lot of ways about Drake, and and it's interesting because they've worked together quite a bit. Yeah, and yeah, both of them are just they are in a headspace. I I mean, I'm not I'm not going to be the guy who says you can't, but like, really, it's like the fact that you got 36 million people every month, uh, like having some form of emotional response to this stuff. I don't know, man. Yeah. It, it's too like, I feel like I can, I can see the art pretty far. I
3: think this is the stuff. I it's mean, do like, you, ah, you want to
1: like unpack misogyny in general and rap? Cause I'm willing to like, Talk
3: no. about that. I, <laughs> know. I did that on a <laughs> no. paper for my degree. I'm good. Let's let, here.
0: Let's let's do this. Let's uh, let's put our homie on the spot a bit, Alex. What are your thoughts on this topic we're on right now? Like, what <laughs> what do you think? I don't, I'm I'm kind of weird in
4: that I can kind of just, uh, I can just kind of distance myself from whatever he's saying at any given moment and just kind of let the. The, the rhythm and the vibe of the music just kind of carry whatever uh, thoughts I'm having on the song that's playing at any given moment. So whenever he's saying, you know, I ain't got no manners for no, I'm going to put my thumb in her. <laughs> I, I can just go, that's hard. And then continue nodding <laughs> my head.
0: <laughs> so,
4: yeah. And it, I, I'm aware that it's screwed up. Yeah. I'm aware that, you know, he, the things he's saying are very misogynistic and very bad and, You know, should not be heated by any one person ever. But these are bangers, man. (laughs) They are bangers. Now, in
0: that, in that, I do agree, and and that is kind of what I started with. Like, like I said, springboarding off of Aaron's point, because like I do think these are bangers. These are heaters. I think, and I really enjoyed it musically. Like I love. And
1: there are a lot of legitimate moments of emotion too. Like, I do think it is one of the better Drake features. But where you at? I think that is Mm. a very legitimate emotion to talk about and i it's kind of a tired trope and rap to say you know i i'm still with my day ones Mm -hmm. you know all these people popped up who were trying to capitalize on my fame where were you but the real question of like so where were you huh Mm -hmm. because i was like getting into fights i was pulling guns at gas stations you know i was trying to feed my family i was trying to build a career for myself where were you Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Drake comes in, too, because that's an emotion that he expresses pretty often he does, as yeah. well. And so, you know, when I talk about I'm not going to get into the whole like misogyny and rap culture thing. But I think especially in the music industry in general, there is a tendency to um, for people to have these vapid relationships that are based on appearances and social criteria of acting dumb or partying all the time. And I think, you know, with Drake and Future, respectively, like the reason why so many of their tracks consist of I was betrayed or I see all these people around and I don't know them and they're trying to get something from me or, you know, I helped these women out and now they're suing me or, you know, I can't trust women anymore. The deal is, is like, that is reflective of the culture that they're participating in. And I don't mean African-American culture. I mean, literally the culture of rap at its hyper-capitalist sense, right? And I don't mean that as an attack on capitalism. I mean just this idea (laughs) like this idea I I, I get what you're saying saying. saying Material wealth is what there is and that we need to constantly be seeking material wealth. So if you're in a phase, like as a person who's going about their life, where you're like I'm going to get the bag for myself. Like I'm going to start fiending. I'm going to The make Sigma a
4: male grind set. Yeah. If you're on your Sigma male <laughs>
1: grind set, like you listen to rap and they're like, you know, screw fake people. I'm trying to build something for me and my people. Then you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Like there are fakes around me. Cause that, that is just how life is. And I think that's where rap appeals. I think there's a party aspect to it too. Right. But the reason you listen to something like, I serve the base or where you at when you're trying to gas yourself up. That's because that's the mindset that you're participating in, which is I'm going to fiend for it. I'm going to acquire right. wealth because you're, that's you, what I can hold on yeah, to. Yeah, right? I
0: I agree with you. But what you're doing basically is you're just taking per- certain like sections, right? Because there are certain sections about that. yeah, And then there are other sections that are just straight up about like, I mean, borderline rape. Straight, And, and it's like, oh. I mean, have you
4: listened to the song Groupies?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah
4: my groupies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, hey, that's that song is so hard so
0: but there are sections in i that. i just think though okay i guess
2: you know for me yeah i feel like okay yes clearly like i don't know i i think by the time you're in i i, I hear what you're saying like when if you are at the the peak of what it means to be that side of the hip-hop scene and Mm -hmm. you are that big you are just dealing with some un like just literally it's just like the emotions the the situations you're in i don't know it's like i i it's nothing new because like we we as a people, we always seem to chase those people in those types of situations and try to understand them, but we're just not in those situations. And, and by, by fixating on them, it's like, it's like when there's a car wreck and everybody stops to look at the wreck Mm -hmm. and then it slows traffic down. That's kind of what I'm talking about. It's like, um, the wreck that sucks, but like just, we probably need to keep the traffic going. And then at what point do we kind of just say a guy like future, he really just needs to take some time probably needs to check himself into a, an institution. I mean, maybe he needs to get some, he needs to figure some things out, but you know? I, and, and I don't know if this is the way to do it in front of everybody. So, like that. So I
1: think there are multiple components to this. The first is that with where like a lot of younger, ra- actually just artists in general come from is a condition of poverty where they have friends dying. They have family members incarcerated wrongly, right? They have run-ins with the police to, to, grow up in that kind of environment, material wealth is not just the way that, like, privileged people think about it, where it's like, oh, you know, well, we lost some money, we'll just go make some more. Like, our friends and family members don't die due to shootings on a regular basis, so we're comfortable having these deep, long, intimate connections because we haven't been hurt in that way by the system or by our culture. And so... It's even hard to begrudge like if that's your framework for success is I'm going to chase these vapid accomplishments and this material wealth because to – if that was your childhood, I imagine that is like your definition of success because it's the only thing that can't hurt you anymore in the same way that like drug abuse, family incarceration, having your friends killed is – so I, I don't know. I'm sympathetic to it because you're saying like, you know, maybe future should check himself into a mental hospital. This is really not where I thought this album review would be going, but I, I don't, I get where he's coming from. If he feels like this framework for living is the only way he knows how to be successful and when you're in that like, mindset, you don't think I'm wrong. Let's go to a a. I know, I, well,
2: I know, but it's just, it's just, it's because, and it's not really entirely. It's, it's really not his fault because he he now finds himself on a stage. Well, I don't
1: even know if I think he's a victim.
2: He finds himself on a stage and still. What? No, the no, whole thing you just the said. whole thing though, that you just said is a victim. Yeah, story. well, but you I, just
0: yeah, you literally just described a victim. What you don't know if he's I guess. A victim. I guess the way I want to <laughs> phrase it
1: is not like as like oh, you poor baby, like, well, you've struggled That's not what I'm so trying to yeah,
0: say. I don't think anybody's I'm trying just, to say I'm that. I'm trying to
2: say, we all got problems. Your problems are now escalated to a crazy level because you're in front of literally millions of people. Right. And it's insane now. But, like, um, the real solution to this is figuring it out, not, I don't know, because, like, you're, you're appealing to just... I mean, I, I can understand the uh, what Alex is saying with the dissociate and just kind of like, oh, wow, you know, I'm just kind of here but yeah. like but like i don't know he's doing it in front of so many people it's like caring about the individual himself it's just like i don't know i think
4: no I, when you when i think you have a stage that big you definitely no matter what your background is like no matter what your goals are no matter what kind of music you make you have a responsibility as yeah. an artist yeah
1: i agree i i hear where you're coming from alex it's just difficult for me to say like don't don't make what's in your heart. Don't make like what has brought you the success because if future has, again, uh, and I'm assuming a lot about his background, but I do know a little bit about it. And if making this type of music has brought him all the good things that he has in his life, it's kind of hard to tell him to like, bro, just stop. Even if that's morally correct.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally agree. I
1: mean,
2: I, yeah, I, but I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is it's like really, um, there's a mass appeal to a to um, a mentality that obviously is out of balance at bare minimum because because what you're sure. saying is his life is out of balance. It's like yeah, all right, but so we're all we're all dog on a very out of balance perspective, and I just I don't know. I have a hard okay, time. Okay,
1: so potentially, but let's talk about. I mean, Denzel Curry isn't remotely as famous as Future, but that's a guy that I respect. I think he has like a lot of he's very aware of his mental health. He tries to be respectful of other people. And what I like about a lot of recent Denzel Curry works is that it feels like he's kind of unpacking his childhood and where he came from and trying to be a better person as a result of it.
4: Oh, absolutely.
1: So so you can absolutely like elevate someone like Denzel Curry and be like, look, you can participate in what's really cool about this culture because he does have kind of a Sigma male grind set, too. But Kendrick, but he is dealing with it Kendrick in a healthy does a lot way. of that, too. Well, but but even Kendrick deals with a lot of things. But I I think it's hard to hold everybody to that standard, right? Because you're talking about very difficult life circumstances. I, oh, right? I know. And we all we all have our demons too. So
4: and it all affects everyone differently I, too. Yeah, yeah,
1: I guess what I'm just trying to say is it's like okay, so
2: if 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 my personal abuse ended up being something that I could monetize, yeah, am I justified in doing it? Me, that's the question. So so first of all, there's a ton of precedent for cult. that.
3: i think it probably is
2: but i i i I also think it's also your call to kind of look at and go uh don't know about i I don't know
3: i i think it's weird how we like position conversations like this more specifically around rappers than we do other groups of like musicians different genres and everything like coheed and cambria's good apollo and burning star 4 volume 1 is an incredibly misogynistic album oh yeah like incredibly misog- their most popular because he hates playing it in front of his wife yeah and like <laughs> there's like songs i mean even like welcome home the yeah. most popular coheed and cambria song is like Ew. and i mean the comic books are just as bad yeah but i don't think anybody's ever been like unless they exist on tumblr for the most of their free time <laughs> has been like claudio sanchez should get therapy And so I think it's it's interesting how we position these conversations, especially, and I mean, this is my sociology degree coming out of me, but like, Mm. it seems like more often than not, these conversations only really happen around rap music Mm. rather than rock. And- dude, the nineties is full of misogynistic rock music. Like the two thousands, even in the past before that, like, Oh yeah. The eighties is full of it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. misogyny doesn't just have to be no, like, I hate women. Yeah. No, like, I, it's-
2: I completely, I- I'm 100% on your page and I don't mean to only bring it up in, I mean, this is just an, ex- it's an, an extreme example. It is a pretty, yeah. And if not like, yeah, uh, but I feel the same way, but like, I guess what I was just saying a moment ago is really something that I've been thinking about a lot is it's just like, um I mean just rock stars whatever the limelight people they they are out of balance and I just think it's so interesting that we all like aspire towards them because it's like these these are individuals almost every time who are
3: severely out of balance. Oh so they snap, just can't Lou handle can't yes. handle what's right handed to yeah. them is that what you're saying like they've been given this massive stage and it just throws off their, their No ability.
2: well or like, and usually they found this stage because they they hit a They were, they usually, I mean, a lot of them went through something very difficult and it's just like, to Logan's point, they're like, the only thing that can't hurt me, you know, like I will do anything to entertain at this point because I just, I have hit a point of apathy towards so much. And, and so they have the guts to go forward and put something out there. And then I guess we see it and I don't know exactly where the, the attachment
0: is between us and that, but, but. That's a classic story. Well, I do think I do think the attachment, kind of like what Alex said and what I said earlier too, is I think most, I would say the majority, okay? I guess I don't know that I am making a judgment on humankind right now, but I would say the majority of people really like Future because his tracks go so hard. And like I like think they musically I, love it. There's a tweet
3: it. that I saw one time, <clears throat> and whenever I listen to something like Future or Drake, it kind of comes back into the forefront because... My favorite kind of rap is stuff like Jizza the Genius or Jeru the Damaja, Aesop Rock, more like brainy stuff than, you know, party anthems. And the tweet, this is a paraphrase, this is like seven, eight years ago that I saw this, but it's like, if I'm going to the club and you put on Jizza's liquid swords, I am pushing you out of the car. (laughs) And I I think that's one of those things where it's kind of like, with future... Like I'm not listening to it because I feel that I relate to the lyrics. I'm listening yeah. to it because I can shut it off. Yeah, I, I can shut this off, but there's still going to be this beat behind it that's driving. It goes well in an like in a club. It's going to go over well if you oh, play yeah. a future song. It's gonna people go are gonna well. dance.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's what probably the majority of people like. They like it because it, it just it's like creates an energy. Yeah, song. it's more of a sound and an energy because it's like. Um, I don't think the majority of people that are listening to this are like, yeah, he's saying great things. Like I totally agree. <laughs> I'm going to go do this. Like, yeah, bro. But like some people are. I'm sure some people are. But I would say the majority just think they're ragers and they are ragers. And so I get that. But yeah. but man, the second you even peek under the hood, it is game over. That that's that's <laughs> my opinion.
1: I want to I want to unpack the why we target it towards rap stars. And I have a theory I suspect part of it is uh, a thinly veiled uh racist argument. I but my other thing I didn't is, want to have to say it but yeah, I kind of that's yeah, where I was I, going I, with Okay, it. I'm not going to deny it. Like there is uh, I'm going to use a word that I don't even love, but there is like a crypto racist like part to holding rap up to a standard that you don't necessarily hold rock to. You can, I,
3: there's a better word for it. Structural. Structural? Okay. Yeah, systemic, structural, um, whatever. It's kind of just ingrained in our society. And I mean, this goes back to like Tipper Gore in the eighties. Like she was focusing on people a lot of the time, like Twisted Sister, Dee Snider in them. Yeah. Easy E in them got it way worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I want well, to I I I,
2: be clear that I, I hear that point. I'm not trying to say this is exclusive. No, no, no. no, no we're no, not, not, not saying not that like you man. guys are. I agree.
3: Yeah. We're just saying that like a lot of the time the conversation does have like it's societal underpins. Right. Do well, well, come That's why not. in the previous true. seasons, and totally I, I, true. That's, that's why the, the, so, new, the music news bop the clip,
2: it was, it was kind of. Geared it was at Bill that. O'Reilly. Yeah, and it was geared at that. So I want, yeah.
1: but I want to talk about
3: like another one that's yeah, yeah,
1: an argument <laughs> for why I don't think that's entirely the whole thing. I'm going to get myself canceled over this. <laughs> I'll but, cancel you. But I do think that, for, that
4: already happened like a like a few seasons ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get canceled every time. It's uh, Brit. The British aren't human. Um, Got <laughs> <Ghana, laughs>
4: I'm always saying that. I'm always saying (laughs) that. Many are saying that. (laughs) The deal
1: is, is like, I think rap's like central narrative is significantly different from rock's. uh, Or I shouldn't say central narrative. Rap's most common narrative is very different from rock's. Whereas you take something like Coheed and Cambria um, and assuming that they say things of like a similar misogynistic nature, with Coheed and Cambria, rock music tends to operate a little bit more on the metaphorical plane where people will talk about things in abstractions in generalities rather than specific experiences a lot of the time and so I think when somebody listens to a rock song most of the time they kind of assume that they're making it up and I don't know necessarily why that is I think it has to do with the long culture of like theatrics in rock and the type of general like hardness that they try to to uh, put out whereas I think hip-hop music is very much focused on being real and it's very focused on being authentic which is why something that is uh, very problematic when it's said by somebody in a culture that is supposed to value being authentic to yourself versus one that is more about narrative. And again, I'm not saying one is greater than the other. I, I think that there is a reason to take a closer look at that.
3: And at I, least. I, there is actually like kind of a sociological answer to this too. A lot of like, think about what parents assume that like rock and roll was founded on, like especially our generation's parents. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Well, not just that, but I mean like the literal bands that kind of first blew rock and roll into the mainstream. Things like the Beatles or the Monkees. It's these bands that are very accessible to like the normal, just common person. It's not, you know, groundbreaking. It's not crazy. And a lot of those songs are more metaphorical. They're not based in like specific interaction that someone may have had with another person. Especially like the Monkees, let's be honest. Or like the Beach Boys, like Pet Sounds is yeah, obviously not even close to as tough yeah. as say like one eight seven <laughs> by easy e but i think it's also something to say like country music mm-hmm. kind of gets this same rap because the people that sing like more of a metaphorical thing they're huge yeah massive names whereas the people that are like singing more on like in kind of a lyrical standpoint yeah of a human interaction thing, like singing about their life and how it sucked, how they grew up like Replacing in poverty, tire, you know, and, yeah, drink yeah. a beer. <laughs> well, and see, that's what I'm saying is a lot of things are like seen as these innocent, like post nine 11 country. I can get into that all day, but I'm <laughs> I'm not going to today. Just, I can kind of sum I'm it up proud real quick. to be, Yeah, it's stuff like that where it's like, oh, this guy's a patriot. He just wants to sing about how great America is and how he drinks beer and hangs out with his dog. Like, anybody can sing about that. But then, like, Mm Sturgill Simpson comes out just this last year with a record about a totally made up situation. Is Sturgill Simpson the biggest name ever? No. No. But But isn't his album called, like, Mowing My Lawn or something? No, no, no. He's released, like, five albums in the last five years. But, (laughs) like,. I don't know. His stuff's like more based in like a storytelling, like actual personal interaction rather than just, oh, my life, man. I I love my country and I love my Budweiser. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay.
0: But last point that I uh, wanted to make just because we do need to move on to the topic. Mike, I went way off. Board. It, no, 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 no. You didn't. No, you, <laughs> didn't. you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> uh, no, right I. you didn't. It, this is just. We're getting we're I, in
2: an i hey, I'm kind I'm of listening. You're getting an unofficial uh, soci- sociology degree here from uh Cody.
0: Yeah. Certified certified. Um, I've got the
3: paper for it. I
0: don't know how this exactly applies. It's just what I was thinking of when you guys were talking, especially about like the systemic, you know, we pay more attention to misogyny and rap versus other genres and stuff. I do think part of it is though, is I do just think, and I'm not trying to be racist here, but I do think that rap generally from even white people too, I'm, I think it generally is more explicit in what it's saying. And I'm not just saying explicit in they swear. It's just like they are being more clear about it. They are Mm -hmm. like straight up. Yeah, women. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. being, I'm clearly saying. Whereas I do think like you guys were saying in other genres, they oftentimes are saying really insidious things as well, but it's masked under layers of metaphors and it's
1: harder to get at. So it's possibly worse.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I suppose I honestly, so. Honestly, I yeah, do that's think that's sneaking. true. Like, <laughs> r- if like a rapper's being like straight up, I'm like, oh, all right, then I know what you believe. Whereas if I'm listening to like, you know, a questionable metal album, it's like, A, I'm probably not going to be able to understand them without looking up what exactly it is that they're saying. Uh-huh. But B, there's going to probably be some red flags
1: in there. <laughs> and let's be real. If we're looking at it statistically, the most misogynistic and sexually predative genre of music is pop punk. Yeah, and they don't sing about any of this stuff. Yeah,
0: that is true. All right. Shout out, brand
4: new. All right, all right, all right. Cancelled. We, we, we better hop. But uh, no, good, good discussion. That was With an you, interesting you discussion. Yeah, good discussion. So yeah, this album is like one of the best ever made, uh, and nothing is as good.
1: Straight. Do you know how many people? <laughs> I went, I went on a on a mu thread one time, and like. 300 responses uh like 50 people had ds2 in their top five yeah I, it really like if you are into this sound i do think and you don't have hang-ups about it which are legitimate. this is best
4: in class this, this is best in class. class
1: yeah hands down this in beast mode also I, yrn by uh
0: mm, I true i and was a baby i was super impressed with like musically, this thing is yeah. it goes so. Except
1: hard. when Future like hits a note in the auto tune that isn't really in the key, and <laughs> it stays there for like sixteen bars, and you're like, dude. Oh yeah, me. he hangs
4: in that uncanny valley. I know.
1: <laughs> I, I like. So <laughs> I he, was thinking that he talks about his auto tune, and he was like, "Well, T Pain was basically just singing and trying to sound like robot." He's like, "I put auto tune on my voice because I thought it sounded hard." I it was it's, just- like. I legitimately because sometimes he has melodic lines where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's cool. But then sometimes he hangs out in notes and registers where I'm like, dude, this isn't working. I
0: was thinking, I was literally it's funny you say this. I was in the bathroom peeing, listening to the album. <laughs> at at, Did at you that see moment. But at that moment, I thought. What if I could turn off his auto tune right now? Like what? What the frick would he sound like right now? Oh because God. that auto tune is just doing weird. You sound like he Barnes comes Edo.
3: out. Of, <laughs> no, he, he hits the <laughs> notes like a classically trained opera singer. That's true. <laughs> Let's be honest,
1: well, if you see if you see T Pain's Tiny Desk, you're like, oh yeah,
2: <laughs> <That man> can, <laughs> dude, ugh. Tiny Desk shout out, shout out, Tiny Desk. All right, I'm gonna I take. I'm tiny gonna, desk. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, we, we have Alex start us on this,
0: uh, Alex. Uh, I'm going to take the reins here I'm going to throw the ball in your court and I'm going to say this for those joining us either you didn't hear the beginning or whatever um, we're just about to talk about our topic for this week is if an artist has done horrible things in their personal life can you still enjoy their music? how fitting, wow and um, so essentially can you separate art from artist? what do you think Alex?
4: Uh, I mean we've touched a little bit on this already uh, just by consequence of talking about future, but I've always been one of those people that can absolutely separate an artist from the art. Uh, big case in point being uh, Kanye. Oh, yeah. like Kanye is like easily one of my favorites of all time, has made some of my favorite songs of all time, has made some of the best hip-hop and pop songs of the last two decades. But man he is not a good guy and he's not and he's not good in his head he's like he's a really troubled dude yeah, if we
1: and want to
3: talk about somebody that should go to therapy <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Kanye, yes, yes. Kanye has been needing help for like 15 years
1: yeah it's true did you see that text he posted a screenshot of a text conversation with kim k where he's uh. like love you blessed great vibes and she texted back great vibes and then at 2 a.m Later that night, he texted, hey, I still need an apology for not being invited to my daughter's birthday. (laughs) And he tagged Jeff Bezos and Barack (laughs) Obama. (laughs) Based, based.
3: (laughs) Thanks, Obama. Based alert. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, Alex wasn't done. I kind of cut you off there. I apologize, but... uh, Uh, I, I totally understand how...
4: Uh, quite a few people cannot separate art from an artist uh, you know especially in I, I, I hate saying today's age because that sounds so lame and cringe but <laughs> and like like people are way more conscious of this sort of thing now than they were back in the 80s back True. in the 90s back in the 70s uh, especially with with cancel culture and with uh, with how accessible artists are through social media that you can it's not easier to hold them accountable but it's easier to go to them and say hey you screwed up when you do when you did this when you said this you're you're a piece of crap and so people hmm. it's it's really hard to to talk about something like this and say anything definitively right. I feel. Yeah, right. no, right. I, it really comes down to a person by person basis. I understand. There's no one true answer. I yeah,
2: I agree. Uh, that's kind of what my head was going to as well cuz I think it does kind of depend what was done in certain
4: Yeah, it depends on the circumstances, it depends on, you know, how big the artist was, but, what did they do, r- what are your right, sensibilities? Right.
2: But by and large for me anyway, if it's if it comes down to they said something that hurt my feelings, I do think he, I mean, I can definitely swallow that. It's, yeah. like, it's like, oh, they hurt my feelings. But like, I, I think that there are things that people do that, you know, but to your point, uh, we, it's really ironic because I like, like the words you were using where you're saying we're, we're very aware of it, more aware of it. But like, accountability is still like not in our court. So it's just a bunch of people like, Hey man, like, yeah, that was bad. All right. All right. And
1: that, that, that does not feel particularly productive to me personally. Here, here's where I'm going to take like a different angle on this. I don't necessarily support, uh, or I like to think that I would be above saying you said something that hurts my feelings. Therefore, I'm not going to engage with you anymore I, what I am an advocate for, however, is conscious consumption, being aware, at least of the decisions that you're making and the broader effects that they have maybe on you, but maybe also on other people. Right. So you talk about, it's really the sliding scale. Alex even said, I can understand why some people would choose not to listen to yeah. a certain artist. Like, yeah. I think if I were, uh, for example, you know, if I was, biologically female, I can understand listening to future's lyrics and just being like, this is so repulsive. Like I, I cannot identify with this and I do not identify with this and I don't want to promote it. That's cool. Right. But you could also be the type of person who doesn't care about those things and goes ahead anyway. So I'm not advocating for like this. First of all, I think cancel culture is like easily one of the most slippery definitions of words since racism, uh, and white supremacy, but I do think <laughs> wait, that wait, what? <laughs> I think those, wor- I think those words have slippery definitions. And I think people argue a lot about the definitions and not actually about what we can do about either of those things. Sorry. But in terms of like separating the art from the artist, I do think that especially as I get older, I value more and more conscious consumption. I'm saying, okay, you know, Logan, you can listen to future But you have to be aware that there is misogyny. It endorses a big thing for me is also if it endorses and promotes drug use Mm -hmm. to a harmful degree, if it overemphasizes material things instead of the relationships in your life. Now, that is something that I can say, you know, I value how this makes me feel like I'm on my Sigma grind set over the types of energies and the types of ideas that it's imparting to me. It's the same reason why I've been trying to buy like American made clothes clothing. is the same reason I closed my Amazon account. Is just being aware of the impact that participating in and supporting things has not only on me, but on the people around me. And so to whatever degree you want to be a conscious consumer, go be that conscious consumer. And in fact, if you're the type of person who says, you know, Aaron says to me, Logan, I'm really concerned about the impact that something like, you know, good Apollo, I'm burning star four, Uh, has on you and what it means to promote that thing in general man i'm friggin' down for an argument about why you think that is and what impact exactly you think it's having i'm not saying i'm necessarily going to agree with you yeah but i but i am saying that i think that diligently practicing conscious consumerism to the best of your ability is a good way to not just take this you know, I need to accept everything no matter where it comes from or if it contradicts what I believe or I need to listen to everything that some random group of Twitter users said about how bad somebody else is. It's just like, you can make that judgment. And in fact, you should talk about that judgment to other people Mm -hmm. so we can figure these things out. To be Mm -hmm. honest, that's
2: what this podcast kind of is sometimes. In a lot of ways, it ends up becoming that because we're, we're, we're not really reviewing things. We're more just talking about how we consumed it. And I completely agree with you. Actually, that goes back to a season, probably negative one conversation I remember having with you where, because the a direct byproduct of doing what Logan was just saying, which I totally agree with, I think we need to find better ways for that to be publicized as part of the release or something. I don't know. It needs, because anyway, that's separate, but like a by, a positive byproduct of that is like, uh, I think things people are making will be better because... Um, the audience is not mindlessly consuming it; they are intentionally picking a thing that they are interested in and engaging with it, and that that just encourages the product to be better too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like the difference of when you go online shopping: are you buying like the first product that comes up, you know, that has all those astroturfed five star reviews and come from some country with bad labor laws? Um, If you are in a position where you need that product and you need it cheaply, that's why it exists. If you're okay with what happens as a result of that, and I'm not passing judgment on you as a person, right? I think there are lines you can cross, but that's, come on, I'm not going to fight you over what Amazon products you choose or if you still listen to X, right? I will. Uh, Cody might, (laughs) but- Future's pushing it. Or or are you the type to (laughs) be like, oh, you know, I want to support a veteran-owned business, right? Like- there's just, there's nuance here. And I actually, if you caught me at the beginning of the show, I would have been like, you need to always separate art from the artist. It's death of the author. The work always exists independently of where it came from. I will say I have shifted pretty far over to the other side. Which is saying, I think this is all about like the grand narrative of who you are and how you relate to the world around you. And saying, I don't listen to Brand New because he's sexually assaulted people and that makes me uncomfortable is a perfectly valid position to have
0: mm-hmm. yeah right
1: no i yeah
0: i honestly don't think i could word my opinion on it any better it, it's very much what you and alex have said like i think um there are obviously things
1: that when you learn about them you're like oh fetch yeah like, that, that is you not you have to great. think about it now like i think about that with daughters like yeah oh, do i still support that and i decide like you know, I, I do kinda of still think it's good music and the, I am not interested in digging enough into the case yeah. where things do seem kind of muddy my, over yeah. what happens.
0: Because my yeah. thing is is I have some artists that I love yeah. that I know have sketchy things that have happened, bad things even in some cases. Yeah. And I still enjoy the music. And I'm not condoning that. In the act of listening to it, I'm not trying to condone it or say, Oh, yeah. you know what? That's fine. You know, people do stuff like that. Like that is not what I'm saying. But right. I do think it is possible to separate art from artists I think that um, art can be saying things that artists don't live up to yeah
1: and um, or can just be complete fantasy
0: yeah or you yeah know. and I, I do think that they are independent um, they are related certainly yeah and, and we've talked before it's impossible to create art without. showing some of of yourself in it. I agree with all that. But I also do think that not every part of yourself is in every piece of art. And sometimes the bad parts that artists do is not present at all in the art.
1: Well, you got to, you got to treat it like it's a friendship almost. And maybe that's, you know, you have stricter guidelines for your friends than you do for artists. Right. But you say like, okay, so I just found out that, um, you know, I'm a hardcore vegan, animal rights, right? And I Haste. just found out that my friend has a bunny farm in his backyard. Where yes, he regularly I blew it up, and freed bunnies. The bunnies. Yeah, <laughs> like
5: you,
2: well, you created the farm so you could blow it up. I would, incredibly. I would argue <laughs>
1: not. <laughs> please don't commit a crime. <laughs> so no, but, no, 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 it's my. But you farm. have to come it's to my a bunny farm. I could blow it up if I, I did. Yeah, because like I, I do think that one of the downsides of internet culture is expecting people to be ideologically consistent. And ideologically perfect, which is like, oh, you're an animal rights activist, but you went, still went to your mom's Thanksgiving, and you know she killed a bird for you that. I
2: haven't met Cody. Cody is
1: uh, yeah, but I have I, perfect I'm just saying,
2: ideological like, consistency.
1: Yeah, you have you have pretty great ideological consistency. Cody, no, it's Cody's it's never,
3: funny because fun fact, <clears throat> Cody's never committed a sin. It's true. Um, Fun fact. And you know how I've never committed a sin? Because I stopped going to church. So nobody told me that I ever committed That's sin. That's true. If you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm playing willful ignorance. I'm like Richard Nixon in the cut. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I was going to say, and this kind of piggybacks on all of this, and it's funny that you mentioned this, like, you know, it, you listen to something, you're tacitly endorsing it in some form. Yeah. And I think like five years ago, five, six years ago, 100% would say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. But I, I'm at a point in life now where I'm, especially where I've gone back and kind of like found out more about people that are in bands that I listen to. There's one band in particular, they're from Denver, they're called Cobalt. And they're like a, they have some weird name that they use, but it's a black metal band is what it is. Mm-hmm. But they had, <laughs> I think they call themselves war metal or something like that. I don't know. It's incredibly nihilistic and just misanthropic through and through. And they had a guy in the band, his name's Phil McSorley, and he still kind of does his own thing, got kicked out of Cobalt, (laughs) but I mean, like, he was an infantry soldier in Iraq, he came back and, like, wrote songs about killing people, it was, like, very obvious that, like,
1: he probably
3: committed some war crimes over there, Um, it just came back and was, like, super homophobic on the internet to, like, journalists and stuff, and I found out about this like way after the fact, aside from the first part, where I was like, eh, this guy might have done some questionable stuff in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. They have an album called *Jen*, and it is one of my favorite metal albums ever. Just period, point blank. I think it's a perfect five out of five album. And it is like, as I look back on it, like five years ago, I probably wouldn't have told anybody that. Mm -hmm. Cause I still believe that it was a perfect album, but this is also when he was like throwing homophobic slurs at journalists on Twitter. And I was like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I I think that's one of those things where it kind of comes down to like, how consistent are you willing to be with your ideology? And I I think that is something that's harder than a lot of us gave it credence for, Mm -hmm. especially me, like five years ago, like, dude, I was like, on, like, newspaper front pages, like, at protests and stuff, like, waving, like, hammer and sickle flags and everything. Like, I was a (laughs) hardline communist, like, five years ago. And I I think I still do hold a lot of those beliefs, but at that point, I was willing to be, like, as far as I needed to be ideological consistent or ideologically consistent to make that point. And I think it's just, it's not feasible. It's just not something that you can do in the long run. And because inevitably, you're going to find something that is one of those moments of ignorance that is going to be made by somebody who sucks. I think also like I'm a movie guy. I like Lars von Trier movies. I think Lars von Trier is a terrible human being, <laughs> but I still, at the end of the day, like somebody's like, Hey, what are you watching? And I'm like, Oh, it's the house that Jack built. It's a great movie. You should check it out. And they're like, well, is that not the guy that like started throwing up sea Hiles at like can festival like yeah it is it is (laughs) i i think it's just one of those things where it's like it's not feasible to assume that you necessarily endorse all the actions of somebody that you even monetarily support and I, i think still i try being like a conscious consumer like i'm aware of x y and z about the artist and if they suck i will try to not buy their stuff new i or if i can't buy it at all like I'm just going to sail some seas, you know. Yeah. But uh I, that's the one <laughs> nice oh, thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, we know I, what he's saying. I'm he going said. to the bay if you catch my drift. But <laughs> the uh it <Bay> sucks. <laughs> The band does suck. <laughs> I haven't ever actually used it. I was a uh, BitTorrent guy back in the day. Shout out. So, and a, drift. A, and a what C D guy. Shout yeah. out to what C D rip and Shout piece. out
1: to MP3 skull had all the dubstep bangers <laughs> Let's back us go the day.
3: But it's just like and that's one of those things that also comes like way back along the line down to me still being like, You should support physical media because you can buy stuff used and not a cent see those people. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's one of those things where it's like again and especially in like a day and age, like now where you can be a conscious consumer very easily, like, there's not really any reason to not be. Yeah. Like even if you like still enjoy one of, X, one of the strongest, not reasons. X is in the wrapper, but like you know, <laughs> variable, variable, yeah, variable X. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the strongest
2: yeah. reasons to not be though, is to just get caught up in it and refuse to actually have a conversation, if not with other people with yourself about it. And I think that that's why, like I appreciate ultimately what, like we're trying what we're doing here because um yeah if if you don't talk with yourself or talk with others about it and probably not online in an open chat forum because it's just going to get too saturated yeah too work at,
1: work in a computer lab with someone but like bring up sufi and steve it, it, it gets too easy <laughs> it gets too easy to never to
2: never have those kinds of conversations with yourself and then be conscious so anyway yeah i, I fully endorse spending a little bit of time that way honestly yeah.
0: Yeah, I, oh, I just make a few friends. Yeah, so before I move to Bop, because we do need to wrap here. um Yeah, essentially, I just think that the responsibility comes to the individual
3: and just, you know, make a decision you feel good about. I don't know. I don't listen to music, so. I don't listen to music either. Dude. Not for fun, anyway. <laughs> it's competitive. <laughs> 195,000 minutes. I'm trying to think about it, and I'm
1: like, at oh, this that's point. Sick. It's sick, dude. I Every time I see it, I love it. At this point, I think I would judge someone harder for liking Five Flavor Fruit Punch more than I would judge them for liking R. Kelly. So that's <laughs> the thing statement.
3: about me. <laughs> so what a statement.
1: <laughs> that is quite a statement. I'm just saying. like I think that's where my line is, <laughs> for better or for worse. All right. Let's hear uh, it, man. Yeah, Bops, so, bops.
2: Alex, Spe- speed round. We better do speed around except for Alex. Alex, you got Alex, Alex, Alex all has, has all the, the, time, the time
0: in the world, but we've got speed around Let's have Alex go um, last. Yeah, Alex goes last. All right, straight up.
1: That's three four weeks ago, we saw Dorian live, oh. and I and <laughs> opening for them was a band called Death Tour that is straight up some of the hardest ish I have ever heard in my life, and uh, it's queer. So I'm down for that right now. Um, The song is called Strictly For My Divas. Roses on the floor. I'm a diva to the core. And this is pretty diva swag right here. Uh, Please go listen to it and please support Death Tour because they're the type of band that is just big enough that I can have seen them in real life, but not big enough as to how talented they are. I stamp. They stamp hard.
0: I was also present at that, and I will just say that was literally wild. wild. It was like, I, I still have whip crash from it. Yeah. <laughs> I said whip crash intentionally. <laughs> like, that was just the most Cody, you pleasantly have, jarring experience. Cody, you ever had yeah. whip crash?
3: No, that's fresh to me. That's you've a never, good word. You've, you've never had whip crash? I only get whip smash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so pleasantly jarring. Oh my God. Holy cow. <laughs>
1: When they came out and like
0: stage dived on a fifteen-year-old girl, straight so, <laughs> up like,
1: nice. like he's like he's like a oh dude, I actually don't. And know. we their separate agenda. the art from the artist? But it was just like a speedo, like a black speedo. By the end, like started off in a giant fur coat. With with a bullet belt, with a bullet bullet belt, belt belt, right, (laughs) and was like dancing around. You're like, oh, this is a hard outfit. By the end of the show, single skinny speedo, literally full full crack, full crack, wiggling the hips around. You can see things bouncing. You're like, oh my god! And and not only was Jake there, but Justin was there. Yeah, and I was like,
3: oh, guys, he
0: he's handled it well. Yeah, (laughs) I felt watching
3: jackass with these guys last week. It's fine. (laughs) Believe me, we've all had this moment. Oh, live. Dude, that was, that, was that was a moment I, shared. That moment shared,
0: like literally, those guys just had such an energy because like oh the God. subwoofers were perfectly blown, and everybody was just like jumping. Yeah. There was just crazy was energy. A bad time. It, it was. It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. And Sorry, uh, I support that bop of the week.
1: Which of you here hates the police?
0: <laughs> it's They're like
1: in a red state. It's complicated. Somebody
3: literally said that. Who hates their job? I'm fine with it, actually. (laughs) That's literally... What is wrong with... Just say what they (laughs) want to hear. Yeah, just say yes. (laughs) Yes, I hate cops and my job. Like, come on.
0: Okay, speaking of the Dorian show... It's complicated. Literally, somebody (laughs) said that. Imagine a crowd shout of that. It's
1: complicated.
0: Um... Speaking of the Dorian show, which was at the venue Soundwell. Shout out Soundwell. We, we have another show coming up, Soundwell.
1: Pine Nuts.
0: Pine Grove, baby. It's going to be a good time. Pine going gang. Next month, literally, can't, uh, two months from now, actually. But I literally cannot wait. I am beyond excited. Um, I Literally, I would have just chosen the same bop i chose two weeks ago (laughs) i just was gonna do alaska again yeah but i'm not going to because that would be pretty lame so i'm just gonna choose a different pine grove track (laughs) because literally pine grove is all i've been listening to uh you know with some trap some future by the
1: end of this season the whole discography is going to be in that playlist (laughs) it is
0: dude but i'm gonna choose it's so hard to choose it's like choosing children but i will say that what does that mean the one that i I meant by that what do you guys think he meant by that? The, the one I'm going to choose is Alcove, but the Amperland New York version. It is so good. Oh, my gosh. Has this part where if you actually go watch the movie, he's like actually starts in the basement and the mic is like up in the attic. And so you can just hear his guitar fading in, but it's like actually him walking up to it. Nice. And it's just cool because it's all live. And the song is so good. The lyrics are so good. Like beyond, like I just love this song. One of my favorites off the album. You
1: know why I think Pine Grove has such a passionate fan base? It's because I told all my family members that I was really getting into some emo country. And they put me on blast so hard. Good. I was so emotional. I had to curl up and listen to more Pine Grove.
2: Hey, that's what happens. <laughs> it's a
0: loop, dude. It's a self It's, it's a, a
1: loop. It's
0: dude, I'm so deep in the loop, dude. It's like Diablo, there's, dude. There's no way or I'm, out. Weird, I'm getting out. Yep. Like, there is no way I'm
4: getting no, out. You're stuck in that nut, man. You
1: get, yeah, exactly. Girl, you had me in my bag. <laughs> uh, so
0: anyways, um, I could have chosen like a billion other songs by then, but that is a really good one. If you haven't heard it, go spin it.
2: Uh, my bop is... Um, it's another one of those bands, it's like, it's weird, a lot of stuff I listen to, it's like, there's not intense, like, passion for, but like, they fit the mood, and they just, they really are, it's like, like they, they write music that's just good to listen to, and so, um, actually, Friday, I believe, or Thursday, a couple days, um, a new Spoon album comes out, Spoon, is just one of those bands that consistently writes yeah, pretty good yeah, music. Um, uh, yeah, they still exist, and yeah, they have a, cool. they have a new single that came out. And it's uh, let's see, oh shoot, what is it even called? Uh,
1: What's that iPad even for? My, I got
0: you.
3: <laughs> oh man, I got you. No worries.
0: Okay, while they're looking that up, they a re- single, man. While they're looking that up, real quick, I misspoke. I didn't mean to say alcove, though. I my do babe. love that song. My I meant babe. meant to say That's skylight. It. Skylight. Skylight.
2: Yeah, okay, no, I got to talk about just this track. had though. to say It that. is, it's called My Babe, Sorry. which, uh, you know, whatever. See, they're so l- lacking the passion. I didn't, don't even know the name of the song. But, like, here's what I'm saying <laughs> is that uh, th- th- this song, though, it kind of just starts off, and you think it's going one way, and then whatever kind of hook he gets going on with the verse, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's almost like a, it's something that w- would have happened in, um or does happen in soul music? I don't know. Good verse. It's just a good song. Really good song. Give that one a go. That's that's my song for this week.
3: Nice. Um, my track for this week. I kind of like I went on a Rush deep dive a couple weeks ago. I man, that's I, why uh, Coheed came up. Yeah, dude. I I'm just a prog guy. You know me. I'm a prog fella. <laughs> a, um, a prog, prog fellow. A, yeah, a prog man. <laughs> Um, but I've been listening to a ton of Iron Maiden because I'm getting excited that they've finally reannounced their tour dates that got canceled because of COVID. And my anticipation is I'm definitely going to see them in Salt Lake. I've already got a ticket for that, but I'm probably going to go catch them in Denver a couple nights before. Um, but my favorite Iron Maiden album is 2006's A Matter of Life and Death, and it's kind of like a pariah in their discography. It gets ignored a lot, and I don't know why. A lot of the songs are like 10-plus minutes long, so that could be why. Um That's probably why. <laughs> but I, I saw them with Dream Theater like, geez, that was almost 12 years ago, um, and they played a couple songs off that album, but since then, that was the last tour they played any of the music off that album. And uh, this upcoming tour, I I had to look and see what their set list was because it doesn't change on huge tours like that. Um, And they are playing the song For the Greater Good of God from that album. And I am extremely excited because that's one of my favorite Iron Maiden songs. And it's the first time they've played it since 2007 on a tour. So I I am very excited for that. It's been on repeat. Going to Denver. I love going to Denver. It's only like seven hours. And so I saw that they were playing... uh, the Pepsi Center, like where the Nuggets and everybody play. And I was like, I could leave like Saturday morning at like 10 a.m. and still get to Denver on time to see the concert.
0: We're going to Red Rocks for the first time for Flume.
3: (laughs) I am tempted to go see Nine Inch Nails at Red Rocks like a week before uh, the Iron Maiden concert. Red Rocks. I've never been. I've wanted to go. I've wanted to to go go forever. I've really wanted to go. So that's going
2: to be fun. It's gonna be so fun, but not as fun. I don't know, man. Nitwit going to see Viper. That's something. Yo, we gotta
0: go. Come on, Logan. That's a thing. That's definitely happening. What if we have to crowdsource this ticket? Nah. No. Hey, Venmo this handle oh to get Logan to go to Viper. Don't do, do <laughs> it. Right. Hey, no, no, kidding, don't, I'm The kidding. band that's opening
3: Scourge is super hard. You can watch me mosh like a jerk.
0: <laughs> Yo, we were talking about wanting to watch you mosh. Do you know that Touche Amore is coming?
3: Yeah, they're coming with Vane too. They're coming. Oh my to God. which is Vane FM now. Yeah, sorry, which. Someone, I mean, a lot of people are probably going to get hurt because all of Salt Lake Hardcore is going to be there, and everybody in Salt Lake Hardcore is mean, <laughs> myself included. So,
0: dude, let's go. Let's, let's freaking, freaking go. go. Also,
3: Military Guns there. Military Gun is one of the coolest bands if in we, hardcore right can now. If
0: we get Cody there, I will go.
3: Oh, I'll go see Touche Amore. I haven't seen Touche more in years. I'm super down to go. Let, all right, dude, I, let's I go. love Vane. Vane's like my
0: favorite. Bust Vane. Let's bust our lips, dude. When is it? <laughs> April.
3: It's I'll I'll in the April. I think. Something like that. Yeah, oh.
1: I'm there. I'll hang out in the back. I'm delicate.
2: I haven't washed <laughs> in years. I'm
3: gonna
1: have to like stretch.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm gonna have to stretch. Do my warm
3: ups.
4: All stretch. right, Alex. It's
0: Alex's Alex turn.
4: Guys, it finally happened. Earl Sweatshirt has made music that you can play in front of women.
3: No! (laughs) What What a beautiful statement! Change the freaking trailer for the show to that. (laughs) Take me out and put that in
4: (laughs) season. uh, A couple of days ago uh, I was browsing my, my emails and I happened to see one from one of those websites that sends you notifications about artists coming towards your town. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, bands in town, and, song kick, uh, song kick, bands in town. W- one of those, and I happened to see that Action Bronson, Earl Sweatshirt, and The Alchemist were playing in Seattle that very night. Fetch, and immediately bought a ticket. Immediately went because Earl Sweatshirt is one of my all-time faves, uh, and I had not seen him live yet. And I couldn't, I couldn't squash the opportunity, so I went. And it just, like, solidified to me that, like, man, almost every single song on Earl Sweatshirt's new album is just a banger. Oh, dang. And, like, especially the uh, My Bop of the Week, which is Visions featuring Loopers. It starts off with this, this weird interlude that I don't know what it is. And the beat drops, and you don't know it's an Earl Sweatshirt song <laughs> until he <laughs> comes in like the the theme of this album is that none of the songs on his new album are produced by him at all Uh none of the beats
1: huh yeah i can see why you can play that in front of women now
4: yeah no we have 808s we have clear
1: hi-hats we have trap snares oh no (laughs) i'm interested (laughs) straight up straight up uh alex best earl album uh some rap songs easily okay all right you're a, you're an artsy guy you have class and you have taste i can see that i'm all about the earl tape myself the earl tape is definitely Scary. the one that you absolutely you cannot play, play in front, front of, of women. women oh no
3: <laughs> or you, and, honestly, or anybody yeah you should not listen to that without <laughs> headphones on in fact maybe <laughs> i'm kidding that's every time I, every time i would like stapled. to preface this i i saw it odd future on the you know free earl tour like 10 years ago and it was a lot of fun and then earl came back and he made doris that's my favorite okay all right so doris (laughs) is
1: my favorite i don't mean to cut you off alex but every time vince staples gets real high and mighty on twitter just remember that he made a song called epar yeah with 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 earl that is (laughs) the least the most cancelable song of all time.
3: Oh. <laughs>
4: Almost everything associated with Odd Future prior to 2015 is totally cancelable. Oh,
3: totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird that I stopped listening to Odd Future in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help it, man. They never made Swag Odd, Me Out again. DS2
4: K. That's when I started <laughs> listening to Odd Future.
3: <laughs> I'm old, though. That's
1: Same. fine. I was, listen- I was listening to Odd Future at like 19, 20 years old. And, like, everybody I knew was into it when they were, like, 14. Yeah, no, so the
3: Earl tape came out when I was 14, 15, just around there. Yeah. And I just, on a whim, I somebody on Sputnik Music was like, yeah, this thing slaps. And it had, like, five ratings. And I was like, I'll check it out. So yeah. I acquired it, mm-hmm. as was the custom at the time. And, uh, yeah, it was a banger. Shout out Earl. Shout out Earl. Shout out Earl. Yeah,
4: visions featuring the loopers. Give that one a listen. It's it's not the same anymore. You can finally listen to Earl in front of Linda. Dude, I so straight day, up guys. listened to
0: this album and I didn't even realize it. I, I literally got <laughs> oh I, I literally got Spotify homepaged and I was like, oh yo, that looks mm. good and I listened right, to it. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, It was good.
3: My Spotify home. I was going to like, say,
0: finally Earl crit- is cr- rapping wrong. over
1: something that isn't just vinyls of the conga beats skipping over and over again.
4: <laughs> okay, no, so fun fact, at that concert that I went to, he did play East at that show and I have never seen a crowd get so ignorant over looping conga beat lines. <laughs> okay,
5: I
3: have to ask <laughs> like, this. Like
4: they were pushing, they were shoving, they were moshing. I saw a circle pit. <laughs>
3: that rules God, it, God I, this, God I have to ask this though it's not it's related to this concert how is action bronson because i saw him around the time that blue chips came out i love it action bronson i feel like we got a connection he's like the armenian version of me except i'm more like <laughs> big body best but, <laughs> yes like you are big body best my whole friend group's like you're like big body best with like the personality of mayhem loren and i'm like mm, yeah that's true but like how was action bronson Action Bronson was weird.
4: I love Bronson. Like, okay. like yeah, he fair. was like doing all these like weird theatric poses. Yeah, he was like <laughs> he like put his hand up to the stage lights and was looking up like he could see the face of God right there on that stage. <laughs> I, I swear I saw him like mouthing, like muttering something to himself, that and moves. then like, and then he would like bring his hand down like it was a fist of justice, and then he would start rapping, and <laughs> yeah, like no- like nothing happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> and then, nothing saying, happened
4: and then he would say i love cheesecake <laughs> wow that, i love
1: action Bronson. you know what that is pretty weird <laughs> I mean, that that does, that's weird he's <laughs> living up to his name that does sound like action <laughs> <It was> Incredible. <laughs> oh
5: all right
2: <laughs> it was a, it was a time we came we had fun we we made a new friend
4: alex you're super cool man shout out Alex. yeah thanks man. for coming Holy on frick. like alex you're welcome anytime yeah, I'm happy to finally bring someone base to the show. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's a hater statement. No, right yeah, there. I literally just shoot us thing. on the way out. No, Let's go. I'm
2: serious though. Bye. Like, <laughs> talking with you though, it's like, I don't know. It's it's been fun doing this show and meeting meeting a few people that uh, um, have found it. Um, oh
4: no, it's been excellent, guys. Thank you for having me you, on. Thank you, you you and. Uh, yeah, Jameson man
2: it's like there yeah, actually is an energy to whatever's happening here. yeah it is there's an energy it's like here. we find it's a the based energy it's one a, might say it's
0: a base energy.
2: So anyway, <laughs> based energy anyway had a really good time with you um we'll, yeah, we will catch we you finally out. listen to music guys uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody listen to the album that's a good sign no it doesn't always happen <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, it hasn't happened multiple times in like the last month
2: <laughs> okay but you gotta check out this exit spot it's pretty fantastic assuming I get this right Huh?
3: There it is. See you oh, next wow. week. See you next week. Wow. See you next week. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> you next week. <laughs> is the burp still on there? No. Ah. Uh,
2: it's
3: pretty fantastic.
0: Uh, every single like. Shadow Haze take of "See You right, Next Week."
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Am I off? Yep. We are. We're, we're offline. Off off we off. Woo, By Frick, "based energy," fine. do you mean like? like a chicken i mean How do you mean the people big, like that have turkey? found this show are like, way
2: cooler than the people that
3: run this show well yeah. that is true that's
4: true actually <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh bro i'm telling you man he's he watched the uh, player haters ball the Chappelle show skit before <laughs> on the mm. show tonight <laughs> Just iced tea going hate 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 straight up straight um, up now tell me are you really gonna love Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, oh fetch. I oh, it was Paula. recording. We got That's that on bullshit. recording, man. baby. That happened twice. I sang Paul Abdul on the That's stream and nobody acknowledged it except for Aaron. He looked at me kind of funny, <laughs> but no one else said anything. Dude, I'm always acknowledging.
2: Oh, my God. I'm always good. seeing, I'm observing my surroundings.
3: <laughs> real, recognize, real. What uh, hey, Realize, realize, realize. That's right, That's son. That's from Quasimodo. I'm always saying shout out saying to Quasimodo. That. shout out to the far side. Hey, did you see that video of that little kid reproducing the uh J Dilla beat? Off yes, I f- did. Off that far side record? That's, wow. He's that's, like that He's like five, same. if I uh, yeah.
2: I'll do this. Sorry, I'm queuing a thing. But
4: we'll come He's back on camera. Thing.
2: Well, no, we're going to come back on camera. Ah,
4: there we are. Ah, beautiful.
3: Yeah. Grr, grr,
4: grr. Sorry, deal with it. All right guys, we're talking about Futures DS2 today. Uh, we're back.
0: We're back. We're going to try again. So last
3: misogyny, one, right? Last one
0: was really so misogyny that was way right? too heady.
3: No, no, it was We should have memed. I know, I think it was a good time. I don't know. I, I went to college for no reason. Let me have it on the podcast. I don't do anything with my degrees.
0: Yeah. Yes, I agree with what he just said. I, I don't know, dude. It was a rager. It was. Yeah, like I it loved was. it. But would I play it in front of people? Like, no, dude. No. Would I play like, it like, in like, front of... Like, I embar- embarrassed myself. I was sitting there going, holy...
4: Would I play God. it in I, front I'd of people? I this in front of
1: people. All You, the time, you do? Without remorse. Oh, yeah. Okay, Stole the okay words but out are they men? No. Yes.
0: I sc- Wait, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> shush. I want to hear Alex. Were they? No are way, they men? They are men and also
4: one time my ex-girlfriend. Okay. There's a key two-letter
3: word in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! You no. Know, okay. So, like, you know that meme? It's like, hey, don't play this. You're scaring the hose. <laughs> That's my whole iPod. That's the whole iPod.
4: Uh, don't play, like, this. play that. You're listening to "Standing on the Corner," dude. What are you doing? <laughs>
3: No, I'm kidding. I just, I love that meme, but we're not on a family-friendly podcast in so far that I can say that much. I won't say worse words, but...
2: No, no, I I mean, so I, yeah, because like, it's just such an interesting interesting thing, because it's like, but like, at the end of the day, yeah, me personally, like, in, in, and my ideal world is not an ideal world that's going to have tons of problems, but in my ideal world, probably that, that act doesn't happen. Honestly, that's yeah, me. But I, like,
0: I, what, what just breaks my heart about it is it doesn't have to be as explicitly misogynistic as it is. It doesn't have to be, it could be more materialistic and I would be okay with yeah, it. Yeah, But see, I think really I what think drives to, me, to their
2: point, I think that that is kind of a, Cause like to be, to be harping on to be anti-capitalism well, and stuff. This is gonna be more of like the the woke white guy thing, and it's yeah, like yeah. I think that they are speak like this is speaking from a place that I don't come from. Yeah, I, I have to. Yeah, respect but that. like
0: my thing is is there is other trap that goes dummy hard that doesn't lean as hard as on the misogyny that as he does. Yeah, and, and mm. I I don't think you have form, to. What Logan
4: it. said, Denzel Curry is a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, that.
2: yeah. yeah. See, that's why yep. that's why my respect. Like people like that, and like uh, I think Kendrick also tries to speak about the community in a way that is you know what I mean. And for that matter, like you were saying with like Jizza, like same kind of thing. And I liked. I like hip hop artists like that. Cause they're acknowledging the culture. They're part of the culture and they're trying to be influential in a different direction instead of just kind of, and like why?
0: Okay. But Drake, like why? Like he is just like, well, some no, dude from no, no. Canada. The, the thing about Drake <laughs> is <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. Chad, Drake is very, Drake is very misogynistic as well. But comparatively he is focused way more on just like, rising above his past, grinding for money. You know, he's way more focused on that than future is. Future I, just felt kind of like the opposite. It was like less money, more degrading women. <laughs> I, I, that, I, that's I the way like, I felt.
3: I wasn't going to turn the show into like a nature versus nurture thing, but I also think it kind co- like depends on where you came from. Like when I was growing up, I listened to a lot of hip hop. And when I was, you know, seven, eight years old, popular artists were like three, six mafia and ludicrous. And a lot of like the Southern rappers and like, there's misogyny in all those, but, like, 3-6 Mafia? Yeah, a crazy.
0: yeah. It's not a new
3: thing. But also, yeah, I, not, but but so I, also I think that, like, 3-6 Mafia, who's written some of, like, my, my favorite hip-hop albums of all time, I can kind of, like, turn that off, too. Like, there's all these songs about, like, murdering people and, like, hating women, selling drugs, and you, all manner of crime. I just, I don't know. See, I, I like
2: I like Denzel. Go to church. Please, please go to church. Please get on a diet.
4: That's, that goes hard. I love that. My daddy said, trust no man but your cousin. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yep. yep. Dude, honestly, zoo, zoo is a great help. Zoo goes. Zoo is a great I also wanted to album. be
2: clear. Hopefully, I didn't come across or sound like I'm ignorant to that all existing in more european influence culture because i I, i'm not oblivious to that like what you brought up i totally agree with and i don't mean to give the past to it's like oh yeah they're just you know it's like no honestly that has been on my mind that was something that was on my mind while i had corona watching even the beatles documentaries i'm like we love watching people that are just kind of in a mess situation but they somehow Got put on a stage, and we like watching that because it's like it's 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 together enough, but
3: it's a mess. So not to be like dude with a third eye open right now, but <laughs> Vicarious by Tool. Oh, that's that, 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 that's another I, I saw love recently. Tool. Like side note, I love Tool. Like Lateralis is one of my favorite albums of all time, but their song Vicarious is all about like
4: it's more in the literal it's all sense about like the thrill of watching people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was trying to, to bring
2: up, because I'm like, no, this doesn't exist to me, because I love a lot of, there's tons of hip-hop I love. There's tons of hyper-pop I love. I like stuff that Hyper-pop's is, I like stuff standards. that comes from weird places <laughs> that I don't come from, and, I, and I'm and i able to respect that I don't understand it. But then there is just a level of it where I'm just like, holy
1: crap, man, you're kind of.
0: Bro, uh, did you get that Dorian pack off of Splice?
1: Oh, it's in my favorites right now. I'm about to do it. It, it slaps. It slaps. It's good. Kind of yeah, like it's crazy. I, I'm torn because like the Dorian pack is so fun, but the Umru pack is really like,
0: dude.
1: Umru it, defined. My Kroger
0: up. Aaron Cartier song was straight ripped from Umru. Straight. Did, Umru. If you listen that yeah. flute loop, whoop! Hilarious. <laughs> but, it out of like, there. but I don't even know what to do. I'm like,
1: I'm like, you know, I could obviously want to like make my own like sound out of like random disco packs that I like, random trap packs that mm-hmm. I like. But let's Power be tools real, that like was. yeah, the Oliver Power Tools, yeah. great demos. Yeah. But like the Umru sound cash packs, so like good. that is hyperpop. Yep. They sound immediately like hyperpop, yep. and I would like to push the genre, but I don't feel comfortable enough with it in the first place. Dude,
0: he just released his third. And yeah. I canceled my subscription like a month shout ago. Shout out to uh, us. Shout Dude, out. I'll see. Uh, let me see if I can share those. Shout, shout out trade to us. Trade, bro. Trade trade. I'll give you some Straight stuff.
1: Sh- shout out to us for
2: not talking about uh, uh, Oliver Tree.
0: Shout out. Shout <laughs> out. Bro. I forgot hey, to mention Oliver Tree. Alex, Alex, are you an, are you a tree hater? <laughs>
4: uh, I'm apathetic. I don't really care. Are you a tree okay. hugger?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tree hugger, dog. I'm, I'm a tree watcher. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair. I, um... Yeah, we've got our tickets. Cowboy Tears, bro. Dude. It is an album, and it's, it's coming so out next it's week. It's so fantastic. And he's coming cowboy. to SLC next month, and I literally
1: yeah, cannot wait. Yeah, cowboy Tears. Well, I know where cowboy I'm, tears, go, tears. When I'm <laughs> going to Wyoming.
3: <laughs> I'll come with you. <laughs> and then Sten. I love Evanston because no, I can get cheap liquor and fireworks Alex, at the same cash It was really, the same really, store. really, 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 really
2: enjoyable. It was. The
4: show. Yeah, thanks man, for having thank you guys out. so much for having me on. We'll have to have you again.
0: Yeah, dude. We'll yeah, have, we'll, you are sure,
4: definitely
3: man. invited yeah. again. Will we? We'll, we'll, next
4: time I'm on, I swear we are talking about deathcore.
5: <laughs> All, right. All right, let's do it. Yeah, uh,
3: I'm down.